0: Line drive deep into left field, that ball's rocketed out of here! It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham! And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock! Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Here's the one-two to Squires. Fly ball deep left field, if this is fair, it's gone, it is a
1: home run! It's a home run! A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock.
0: Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and TJ Perry. I love it because Oklahoma's an easy sell. And... Who Coach Venables is, and who our guys are, man. Like, and just coming from Clemson and, and coming to Oklahoma, man. I've been I've been really blessed. The locker room that we have. For
1: us, um, I've seen again a, a great leadership through the course of the summer. Uh, again, a lot of sweat equity that's been put in uh, to this season, and um, I see our guys that are, are really confident right now um, because of the work that they've put in. good morning everybody it is a new day wednesday august 3rd smack dab in the middle of your work week zero in the morning show time right here on the ref the home of sooner fans one month away from the kickoff of a sooner football season 31 days from now, September 3rd, the Sooners will kick it off on Owen Field. We've got one month to get ready. This show brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. I'm Toby Rowland alongside my very best friend in the entire world, T to the J. Perry, on the other side of the glass. OU Media Days in the Books. Hopefully, you enjoyed our coverage here yesterday. We'll play some more audio for you. This morning, Um, and a sad day. You heard the clip there from Vin Scully late last night. uh, Word coming from the Los Angeles Dodgers that the GOAT, Vin Scully, at 94 years old, has passed away. If you're just waking up this morning, perhaps you had not heard that news. Died peacefully in his home in Los Angeles. 67-year play-by-play voice of the Dodgers. Vin Scully we'll talk more about him this morning got some other stuff to get into today the countdown will hit number 18 today and uh, we're gonna have some fun DJ Perry good morning how are you today oh that news bummed me out
2: this morning I'm a little discombobulated with some things that had gone on in here yesterday afternoon so I've been running around fixing things to my liking something that
1: uh, the guys in the afternoon messed up
2: uh drake did he let me know about it so i mean he called me last night let me know gave me a heads up but what did he do uh he broke the um the phone caddy that holds the call in line uh phone (laughs) he snapped it in (laughs) half yesterday i think yeah i don't know what was going on Uh, he said some something went out or something and they were trying to fix it and he stepped on it or something snapped oh, it in half boy. so he's got it like taped up here with like a piece of wood and black electrical tape and had it sitting up like oh, cropped on, on an amazon box and i'm like what is this and then <laughs> the computer had apparently rebooted last night so i'm sitting there uh pulling up all my programs and everything i needed to do this month i'm like what the heck happened in here <laughs> <laughs> yesterday <Boy. laughs> like
1: Every day you gotta fix everything. I've gotta clean up, the up after before. these guys. There was
2: trash all over the place. I'm throwing away stuff. I'm like, these guys cannot pick up after themselves, and they and that's not an exaggeration. The dudes that work here in this building, outside of Drake, Drake's good at cleaning up after himself right. usually. They do not pick up after themselves. They're listening right now. You don't quit their, uh, Quit looking at the radio like you're in shock when I say this. They are filthy, dirty human beings. Okay.
1: Even despite Luann's posting signs around that uh, she's not their mother or something like that, they still behave in that Uh, manner. They do things that I sit there and I'm like, "What?
2: Who does this?" Like, I'm not even going to say some of the things that go on around here. Mm, So, it's
1: like it's a college dormitory. It's a college dorm around
2: here half the time. Yes
1: pull it together guys coming up after yourselves boys now when we last left you uh you and your family were living in heat well, that didn't sound right um your air conditioner was broken you took the first two segments of the show yesterday <laughs> to tell us the story of your broken air right? conditioner uh, did we have any luck yesterday teach
2: uh no luck nope we are still without oh. ac But we finally got permission late yesterday afternoon, early evening to contact our own company. But then we're given all these parameters that I sat there forever like, do I call or do we just keep our appointment with their guy on Thursday? It was so many things that don't do this. You're going to have to pay for this. Don't do this. Don't spend over this. Don't approve any work over this without calling on this. And finally, uh it got to a point yesterday where I looked at the thermostat and I said, I gotta call. I gotta call someone. I called immediately. They're gonna be out there at the house today between ten and noon. And I'm like, this would have been you. so easy if they would just expand yeah. their uh, This Gum home warranty of yours has been a pain in the rear. Just to just this time. Like I said, we've had it for years, have used it many, many times, have never had one complaint or one problem. This is the this is a first, so uh, but So there's hope today. Hope today and man, I uh, the bedroom's nice. So sleeping last night was nice. We've got the window unit. We've got fans. We've got fans going all over the house, which aren't helping. They're just blowing hot air around. I checked the thermostat before I left this morning. 86 in our house right now. It is 86 degrees in our house.
1: So that's more than you'd like, but still way less than our pioneer forefathers had to deal yeah. with. Yeah, I'm, I'm. My biggest concern uh. is the fish in bronx's
2: room because the tank's getting kind of hot oh, to a level of get out of here well fish the, live in ponds and stuff and uh, well, I mean, not they, the you know. type of fish he has they're like tropical fish that have to be in a certain range and it's it's good for them to toughen up a little it's bit it's approaching it's good for range. Him to we've up. already had some die because it circle, got of uh, uh, to the circle of uh, life it's good for the circle i know you're joking but he just uh he's he's very attached to these fish and we are, oh, we are bordering. We are bordering what we've been told is uh, the level they can handle. So, hopefully, it's fixed would. today. Put some ice cubes in there. so it's that helps. Fixed today. Situation, and I don't know. This computer rebooted in here. That I had like my music on and a uh, text line. I don't know if like the size, the font of everything changed. And I don't know like on everything websites I open, the music program, and I. It's tiny print. Bigger or smaller? Smaller. Like, I'm like, oh, my goodness. My old eyes can't read this. So but I'll be all right. I'll figure I'm it out. I'm calling eventually. a
1: station-wide meeting
2: today. Well, they didn't reboot the um, computer. I think it was an automatic update on the computer, but... Don't
1: alibi this for them. All right. All don't... right. Go ahead. A station-wide... Now, I'm not going to be there. I'm going to need you to run it. But station-wide meeting this afternoon about uh the behavior of everybody else that works at the radio station and just all the garbage that they're leaving around this uh frat lifestyle that apparently everybody's living up there dirty coffee mugs
2: clean out your coffee mug after
1: you're done with it people you know what you do when you go to bed what's the last thing you do when you go to bed at night
2: I make you sure turn that the television to seven oh five so that my wife's ready so, for the channel she wants
1: in the morning. Unselfish behavior on your part—you're making sure. Thank you. That your wife starts the next day on the best foot possible, right? Correct. Because you love her very much. The same thing should be happening at the radio station. The last thought of the day should be whoever's the last person to leave, I don't know if it's McComas or who it is, what can I do to make it as easy as possible on T.J. Perry tomorrow morning? <laughs> That's
2: what it's all about. Make it That's as easy well, on what it, what me it as it be. should
1: be. And then the, when you're done, when your shift is done, what can I do to make it as easy as possible for Josh Helmer? You know, get which this. I believe that I do. That should be the person out. Are you taping this so you can play it back at the team meeting this afternoon, I TJ? am. It's,
2: it's rolling, it's getting all of it.
1: We, uh, this is not what Jerry Schmidt would want. This is not what Brent Venables would want. This is a selfish attitude that apparently some of us are living with at the station. We're leaving our garbage around. We're walking out the door. We're leaving chaos for the next guy, all that kind of stuff. That's enough! I've had enough of you coming in complaining about Tyler leaving his banana (laughs) peels all over the place. Okay, I don't think he's ever done that. Beer cans all over the place. Who knows what? Probably. I I don't know. Is there? I don't know what they do, TJ. I don't know. I can only imagine. So uh, three o'clock this afternoon, TJ. I I blame everything today on Drake.
2: I blame everything on Drake today. All the stuff he moved around and the. Uh, The way the the, uh, board was set and the phone was set, that's all Drake's fault.
1: I am contractually obligated to open the show with something today. So before we run out of time, I need to touch on a topic, DJ. Uh, I went golfing last night. In fact, me, my sons, Trevor and Peyton, and Chris Plank went golfing together last night. How about that? Oh, what a time we had, TJ. What a time we had. The Trails Golf Club, we got together after work last night. And, well, after work for Trevor and Chris. My after work is at 9 a.m. in the morning, so it was way after I got off. We got together. We raced the sun. We ate dinner. We laughed. We cried. We had a great time. <laughs> Pull it together, okay? I'm trying to tell a story. We decided to team up uh TJ have a little competition. Young guys versus old guys, okay? So just to clarify, that is Trevor and Peyton Rowland versus myself and Chris Plank. A little scramble action. And uh we were underestimated a bit, TJ. I'm gonna tell you that. I think That uh, I think that when these teams were announced, perhaps the youths thought they were going to have an easy time of it, and Plank and I shot out of the gate and took the first hole. Little did we know it would be the last hole we would win all day, because uh, I am contractually obligated to let you know that the youths came out victorious last night, TJ, uh, four and three. Uh, they defeated us four and three last night at the Trails Golf Club. Peyton Roland trash talking the entire back nine. Trevor played out of his mind uh, the best golf I've ever seen to play in his life. Chris lost somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 balls yesterday. <laughs> and I played maybe the worst golf I've ever played in my life. And we were soundly thoroughly defeated. By the youths, four and three yesterday. And so uh, uh, the wager on the line was that if they defeated us, we had to come on the radio and uh, announce their victory to the world. And so here I am, TJ. Hopefully no one is listening yet to this radio show, so I'm doing it in the very first segment. No one's listening. And letting the world know that uh, Chris and I were defeated by the youths uh last night at the trails but we had a great time we solved a lot of problems last night Teach. Well, chris and i shared a golf cart and we solved a lot of problems had i been night. in vegas i would have made a lot of money because
2: my money would have gone on the youth so <laughs> not,
1: you wouldn't have made a think, lot because they were a heavy heavy outcome. favorite yeah that well, would that's, have been true. Like that's true that's betting on secretary that's true yeah prime <laughs> 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 yeah yeah no it was uh it was a lot of fun it's a lot of fun. Yeah, there's a. Uh, if Allen is out at the trails, uh, you might want to send one of the uh, guys out today uh, and skim the ponds and the woods. So you get a whole lot of money to be made with missing golf balls today after uh, last night's uh, appearance. So anyway, I'm sure Plank will want to talk about that later. But uh, we had a lot of fun. We had a good time last night. Well, good. But it, it was it's kind of dangerous in that very, heat, but. Good for well, you. it was very unpleasant for, like, the first hour, hour and a half, and then the sun started to set, and uh, it was just up as good yourself. as it gets. Yeah, as good as it gets this time of year, you know. I mean, it was – I don't know what – the temperature was still pretty hot, but it wasn't – it was delightful, honestly. I could tell you, it didn't get out of the
2: 80s last night. That's what I can tell you all night.
1: You know what? Uh, uh, Tim McGraw would say – where did you get that air conditioner that got it all the way down to 86 degrees in your house? That sounds phenomenal. <laughs> My goodness, you are our you are in love with some Tim McGraw over the last week. Our pioneer week. ancestors you who know, have said, cry you know, me a
2: river. You know Tim McGraw went and sat in a trailer that was nice and chilled no, in, between, no, uh, so. in
1: between scenes. He's a method actor. I don't. Although think so. I did I see I the headline
2: he... last night, Faith Hill wasn't allowed to shave her armpits during filming of 1883 and did not like yeah. it. Felt it was disgusting.
1: Yeah, they all that got the hairy armpits. I, <laughs> no, I, I don't know when did women start shaving their armpits because I did notice that they've all got hairy armpits back in 1883. <laughs> not sure. So. Not sure when that started. Yeah. Not right. All right, six nineteen in the morning. We are underway. <laughs> 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 That's a topic we haven't hit on in eighteen years. We got a lot to do today. We got a lot to talk about. I want to hear from you. You can call us, Riverwind, call in line 405 329 9000. You can text us, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405 651 3439. We'll be back.
0: The T Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full line dealer for bad boy zero turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations I 35 at Goldsby, exit 104B. And I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108.
2: Toby and TJ back with you. It is the T-Row in the morning show on the ref. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. By the way, you sent it late in the uh, show yesterday. What in the world are those guys from TCU doing in that TikTok? They're not understanding no better. their
1: entire football program in university. (laughs) Like I said, you sent
2: it late. I forgot to mention it, but I was just looking back on something. I needed something you had texted me before, and I was like,
1: I forgot about that thing. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, that's just one of those things that you pray nobody on your football team does, right? And I'm sure they thought, this is silly. This is funny. People are going to be on the same humor wavelength we are. And then they put it out, and somebody's like, dude, that is not a good look. What are you doing? <laughs> It was funny, man. We were just goofing around in the locker room. We thought everybody would enjoy it. Don't. Don't push send.
2: No. Do not do not do that. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. It's close enough to kick off to swap out baseball intro with football, right? You can unhitch the wagon. Yes, I will, but we've got to get some highlights from this year, so give me a bit, people. I don't want to put old highlights oh, in there. Are you, You're waiting until football season starts? We need fresh highlights with some Dylan Gabriel and other guys, new guys to the team, or guys, uh, you know, got highlights the that are
1: back from last year. That you yeah, could, like, and I could uh, go
2: back to that. I think I, I found some that guys that stuck around with Danny Stutzman and some others that you had called. So I guess the I could
1: Redmond scoop and score.
2: Yeah, That was a big play last year. I mean, I guess I could
1: try to find that. Can can, uh, can, uh, can, can we not enjoy the baseball plays. team
2: just a little bit longer?
1: Mm. He's the boss, people. Whatever he says.
2: You'll get enough football highlights. Trust me. Calm down. Jeez. Uh, He left OU Broadcasting to work with Vince Scully. He was from Shawnee, Oklahoma. Toby, do you know who it was?
1: I don't. No. Who are you talking about?
2: Uh, That's a texter asking that. He left OU Broadcasting. He went to work for Vince
1: Scully. Oh, uh, oh, 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 From oh, Shawnee, oh, Oklahoma. Oh, yes. uh, Do you know who uh, it was? Uh, oh, man. I'm dro- Um, Give me a second to think. We're going to give him a I second exactly to think. I know exactly who they're talking about. Yeah, go ahead. Read the next text message.
2: Uh, the, the heat sucks worse when the A.C. is out, but what was for dinner? Uh, I made my, uh-huh. uh, uh, my Cajun spiced. Shrimp sausage mix with wow. uh, squash and
1: zucchini in the air fryer. Ross Porter, I think, is who they're talking about. I just know. Ross Porter. Ross is Porter. Is that right?
2: Hey, Porter. Hey, Porter.
1: We'll find out. Right. They haven't. They didn't, get, they didn't give me the pretty, answer, I, so I'm I don't know. I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. Yeah, Ross Porter. Um, Man, that sounds del- delicious. It is delicious. It's one of my favorite air fryer meals. Well, I had a uh, quesadilla at the trails last night. That was my dinner. So nothing. nothing wrong that. with that. Nothing wrong with a quesadilla. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I do have a question though, uh, food related. I'm listening to my favorite afternoon show yesterday. Boy, they are good. They did a great job. They had uh, Brent Venables on yesterday. They gave him a whole half hour segment. Um, <laughs> they asked two questions. Gave him a whole half hour segment. <laughs> They did have a show, though, where they were talking about uh, chilies or the ranch. I don't know. I caught it a little bit late. I don't know how it came up. Chilies or the ranch? And Teddy said, uh, you know, obviously uh, the ranch is better, but sometimes you just feel like chilies, which I can't argue with that at all. Sometimes, sometimes it comes down goes, to cost. Uh, it's a little bit slightly different Tyler, cost. Tyler said, yeah, exactly. Tyler said, well, uh, but that's no obstacle for either one of those guys. I mean, let's be honest, right? That's true. So uh, Tyler said, don't uh, don't act like you're eating at Chili's. Chili's is trash. Don't try to act like you're eating at Chili's. He said this to Teddy, and Teddy goes, well, that's true. Chili's is trash. But sometimes you feel like it, you know? Sometimes you feel like McDonald's or whatever. And I was like, hang on just a second. I can't stand idly by and let Chili's just universally be called trash. I have spent a significant amount of my adult income and college income at Chili's. Why is Chili's trash? Why are we just saying, yeah, we can all Um, agree Chili's is trash. Chili's is not trash. What's... what's Teddy's. We've definition talked about this
2: before with like
1: Applebee's and yeah, some Applebee's of these other is trash. like Applebee's is trash. Like, like why? Like, well, forget Applebee's for a second. I know you're about. like why is Chili's trash? Chili's is really good food. It's not the range, but we got we got different degrees of food. That doesn't mean everything that's not a steak is trash.
2: I still go to Chili's, but I will say the quality of their food has substantially decreased in the last five years used to be one oh of my boy. go-to places you
1: don't enjoy a good old timer with cheese or a skillet queso um, I, uh, I, I
2: was I was about to say uh, best chips and salsa outside of a tex-mex restaurant you're gonna find is chili's chips and salsa It's
1: Buffalo awesome. chicken sandwich is sensational. sensational and the buffalo chicken salad is really good I will chili. just
2: say. Something shifted for me. I used to eat there all the time. It was one of Katie and I and Bronx's go-tos. We like Chili's. We still go to Chili's. All but right. I bet it's now, I bet in the last three or four years, we go maybe twice a year, if that. Probably twice okay, a year.
1: Okay, that's that's fine. But there's a long ways between Chili's. I don't prefer Chili's and Chili's is trash. Chili's a five-star that's restaurant harsh. compared to Applebee's. They want to compare Applebee's to
2: something. Applebee's is trash.
1: Nobody brought up Applebee's. I'm just saying, like, this whole notion, like, all of a sudden. Remember, like, how Tyler McComish used to eat before he met this woman that completely oh, changed his fast life? Fast food every day for lunch. Now he's yeah. now he's uh, bringing his lunch.
2: He's got uh, little uh, dishes prepared for him.
1: He's eating out <laughs> at these gourmet restaurants in Midtown yes. every night. You Always have happened? to put on a button-up shirt right and now he's being disparaging toward the great chilies you know come on now
2: <laughs> i'm with you i'll I, eat I, it at chilies i don't I'm have not, a problem with it but i'm just saying i think they've let some things slip over the last few years but i think a lot of people have a lot of that's probably just covid related uh employee related uh food uh accessibility related
1: and our app our taste not Our tastes mature. I, I
2: taste mature yes I can afford to go uh, to somewhere a little bit nicer if I want to. Chili's a, was it when on. I was in I college. To do
1: that. When I was in college, Jenny and I are dating. We could go to Chili's for twenty bucks. We could get chips and salsa. Yep. Two entrees for twenty dollars. And so, if we would, you know, between the two of us, spent we got twenty. Let's go to Chili's. I'd get the Alpine Burger, which is no longer on the menu. And she would get the, uh, uh, she had a couple of different things. One of them was chicken strips, I think she would. Anyway, uh, I'm not here to tell you it's the best restaurant in town. But I have Completely a good enough acceptable. relationship. Yes. I have a good enough relationship with Chili's that I cannot just let it go idly by that it is universally agreed upon by the afternoon show that Chili's is trash. All right? I can't. i I've got to stand up for Chili's here a little bit. <laughs> you're gonna have to get a new uh uh
2: color analyst for the uh football broadcast i think
0: well
1: he's begun pushing your buttons no. a lot over the last year
2: i don't no. see you two getting along very uh, much
1: uh anymore i get along with uh teddy great he he is a little bit of a food snob you know i think he spent a lot of time in the nfl with you know the steak and the potato and the the bottle service and all that kind of stuff that he became used to teach. And, um, so maybe a little bit in that regard, but now we get along great. This is the kind of thing we like to argue about on road trips. Now Gabe, now Gabe is the guy TJ that you gotta, <laughs> because Gabe only eats at the finest of Italian <laughs> right. restaurants. Gabe's ate at restaurants I'll never eat at in my life. So Gabe would never, in a million years, grace the doors of a Chili's. He could not be seen <laughs> no. at a Chili's. <laughs> it would be too bad for his social media his reputation. Life would be like the family's removed you. You're going to
2: have to go No, (laughs) But I'm with you Uh, Chili's delicious Their chicken tenders are delicious Like I said, their chips and salsa I absolutely love their chips and salsa Um, Burgers are great Um, I don't have a problem with it Don't have a problem with it all And you're right, it's not I wouldn't put it in the trash category, no uh, and Katie and I, by the way, oh, used to wow. could eat there hey. for less than 10, uh, $20 because we could go and have chips and salsa and then split the Buffalo uh, Ranch sandwich or whatever it is. So
1: Controversial opinion has just come in on the text line, TJ, from a Mike stee Stee-li? Yeah. Mike stee- mm-hmm. Stee-ly, I believe. Steely, maybe. He says, uh, Chili's is like the Durham Bulls of restaurants, double A. <laughs>
2: If you would have asked me what host eats the most at Chili's, I would have said Mike Steely. It just seems like a Mike Steely type of restaurant. I didn't know
1: he was a restaurant snob. I didn't know he was a restaurant snob. I don't know if this is a slam or what, because Bull Durham is one of the great movies of all time. Let's be honest.
2: Uh, It is. Mm -hmm. It is. But that sounds like to me, double A means that it's lower tier. Right.
1: Not up to his
2: standards. His standards. What are we talking about? He goes to Furs and Luby's every night when he eats out. I mean, we know where he goes for the discount.
1: My family is not, we're not, we're not, uh, TJ, we're not wealthy people, okay? <laughs> if we get the opportunity to eat at a double A restaurant, Chili's or otherwise, we're just happy to be in professional baseball. You know what I mean? That's true. <laughs> You're still part we're of the show. We're just happy to be in professional baseball.
0: That's right. <laughs> 6.35, we'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. 5-5 in a delirious 10th inning. Can you believe this ball game a shade? Oh, brother. 3-2 and two to Mookie Wilson. Little roller up along first. Behind the bag. It gets through Buckner. Here comes no.
1: You know what was uh great about that call? I heard Shambi mention this last night too. Uh they had Shambhi on Sports Center. Um By the way, when did this break? Because
2: it had I it was like ten thirty last night. Okay, like so that. I was already in bed. I was gonna say I, I put Twitter down about ten o'clock and I was like, Man, this wasn't anywhere, and then woke up to the news this
1: morning, so mm. Yeah, you had long attached that machine to your face <laughs> and turned it to Channel seven oh five. Absolutely. <laughs> If you're just listening to that, if you're just if you're not watching it, this was a TV call. OK, but even if you're not watching it, he says it gets immediately says it gets through Buckner. Not it gets by Buckner. Uh, it gets through Buckner, which mm-hmm. you think, what's the big deal there? But that's like that's the difference between chilies and mahogany right there. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. To immediately know how to describe the fact that it went through his legs. Spontaneously, immediately do it is next-level stuff. That's next-level stuff. You know, and uh, I mean, I want to talk more about Scully today, but that highlight in particular was uh, that one word right there is the difference. That's the difference between... 99.9% 99.9% of us uh it got by him it got it got by him it vin said it got through him when do you ever hear anybody say that Nobody, no i don't know i ever heard anybody say it got through somebody so uh, he's you know he's the goat well, i'll talk more about him a little bit later on. <laughs> sad isn't it it's we got sad. we lost bill russell and vin scully and was the back-to-back days? Or yeah, yeah. I don't want to. You
2: know, three they days. Got, they come in time? three, so I don't really like this. I don't really like this. So, um, but you can. I know you're going to talk about him later. But do you know the site baseball? We can talk about him now. Well, this isn't. This has to do with him, but not the situation. Baseballism.com. Do you know that site? T-shirt I, site, uh, I material. Uh, I don't think I do. I have some stuff from Baseballism.com. Bronx has bought me some stuff for Father's Day before, filled the Dream shirts and different things. They've got a oh, – okay. uh, I'm letting you know because they have a Vin Scully line that they put out about six months ago. It's got like – one of them's got like the old school mic on the front of it. It says Vin down the front of the mic, and then uh, some of his calls on a couple of other shirts that they have, uh, some very cool Vin Scully T-shirts that they've got with Baseballism.com.
1: You listen, you, you listen to him much? I mean, obviously, well, I mean, in all obviously, of our lives, uh, over the years, yes, but, but not right, just radio. Dodgers, did you listen to him much?
2: N- no, I mean just the stuff that you hear that becomes historic and things like that. But not not that I was just sitting down
1: listening to a game that he called. In I'm, your opinion, what what was the reason for his greatness? Like what? Why is he considered the goat? <sighs> well, what like you just said with the through the legs, he was
2: highly intelligent in his calls. But did it in a way where he wasn't like talking down to you, if that makes sense. Just very, very descriptive yeah. in the way that he called a game that it just flowed easy. Like he's just pleasant to listen to. Right. His stories were tremendous when you would hear him talking and just carrying on like a, a baseball guy would do in a booth. He was just everything about him was inviting, there was nothing that put you off about. About Vince Scully, so I think that's what it was. It was just as if I don't know your family member was calling a game, and our that's whole really lives up, he sir. was a certain age that it was like a family member you like. He was a family yeah. member that you liked and just a legendary guy. Our whole life because he had already been calling games thirty years before we were born, so
1: <laughs> which is amazing. He's been in the hall of he's been in the hall of fame for forty years. It's cr- Completely. Nuts. He was put in the he was put in the Hall of Fame. You know how how much of a career you have to have to go into the Baseball Hall of Fame. He was put into the Baseball Hall of Fame forty years ago. That's how long he did it. And that was really well said by you. He had a voice that was pleasant, a, a delivery that was kind and pleasant, mm-hmm. right? Yes. He was a very good, like just fundamentally a very good play-by-play voice but um the two things that made him extraordinary ext- the goat of extraordinary one was his storytelling ability which you touched on there nobody's ever done it better at weaving fascinating information and stories into a broadcast and i heard him talk about this one time and i've you i've you know baseball's the hardest broadcast to do especially if you're doing it solo not because it's the hardest game to call but it's the hardest one to make entertaining you've got so much you got a 3 hour 4 hour broadcast you got about 10 minutes of action and it's up to you to somehow it, make it entertaining for your listener the rest of the time and then would he worked his rear end off to get stories whether it's sitting in the dugout, sitting in the clubhouse, uh, standing behind the cage at batting practice. Uh, he didn't fraternize a lot, didn't go out to dinner a whole lot with players and things like that, but he was a master at gathering stories, all right you got to gather them you gotta you can't just be a uh, you can't just you know sit in your hotel room and hope stories fall out of the sky. you got to go get stories. And then he was a master at delivering them on the air. Mm-hmm. You know, he would he would be in the middle of a story, and, by the way, ball two. He wouldn't say, by the way. He'd say, ball two outside, and then he'd continue the story. Or they showed a clip last night of the guy named Socrates that played for the Padres. And When he came up to bat, he went into his, you know, 10-minute story on the greatness of Socrates, the philosopher back in the day, and, you know. Just, just, he was a glorious storyteller, a glorious storyteller. But the thing I, and I admire that greatly and, and strive for that certainly, and him, and him, uh, as we all are, never going to achieve the greatness of Vince Scully in that regard. That's work, okay? He's got a gift of storytelling, but he's got the work ethic to go gather the stories, the thing none of us even have a hope, like I can try to go be better at gathering stories. This part of it, it, he was born with, and none of us, none of the rest of us ever have been or will be. He is the greatest that has ever lived or done the profession at being able to, in a spontaneous moment, come up with beautiful poetry in a in a spontaneous, unexpected, no-way-you-could-have-planned-for-it no moment, not only did he know the right thing to say to describe it, mm-hmm. he would encapsulate it in beautiful poetry. And I'm not saying it rhymed. You know what I'm saying. Like, No, I know what you're saying. Uh, someone maybe referred to the greatest... earlier as the
2: Michelangelo of play-by-play. He just painted it perfect. Yeah.
1: Maybe the greatest call I've ever heard, on, on day one of our play-by-play class, this is what I play for them, is the Kirk Gibson home run, which we played off the top of this hour, where Kirk Gibson, you know, you you kind of got to hear the whole call because he describes him hobbling to the plate and all the injuries he's got. This is 1988 World Series. Kirk Gibson is the Dodgers star who has been injured. He's out of the lineup. They're facing the A's, and then they're facing Dennis Eckersley, who was the Mariano Rivera of the time. Impossible. Once Eckersley came in, that was it. Right, TJ. The door was slammed. Done. And Lasorda sends, surprisingly to everybody, Kurt Gibson to the plate. And it's he's like Jasmine from Big Brother, hobbling to the uh, plate. <laughs> TJ. He's like. You're like, can he get there? Do we need a chair for him? And then, of all things, he hits a home run, a walk-off home run. If you watched it live, it was a astonishing, astonishing moment. And Vince Scully ha- could not have in- – like none of us could have not anticipated that moment at all, that Kirk Gibson would even play – Much less on one leg, hit a walk-off home run against the greatest closer of the day. And immediately says, In a year of the improbable, the impossible has happened.
2: I remember hearing that in 1988, and even at that age, thinking, That's one of the greatest calls I've ever heard in my life. Like, that was like, I remember it standing out to me, and it has for, you know, this many years after of how brilliant that call was in the moment. Because, like you said, it wasn't a Jim Nance. You couldn't have had that line scripted and ready. Yeah,
1: I didn't think. have that written on a piece of paper right, in front right. of him. exactly. I mean, just the alliteration that's involved there, improbable, impossible. Just to have that at the top of your brain when a moment that is there isn't a person on the planet that could have more perfectly said what happened at that time than the man who was at the microphone you know and that's a gift because i got to tell you there are the vast majority of times when something spectacularly spontaneous happens in a game the search for the right words is usually, it escapes us all. It escapes us all. We don't say, we, we may say something acceptable. We may say something accurate. And we messed up that a lot of times. But we may get lucky and say something acceptable and accurate. That's the best most of us can hope for, TJ. Something acceptable and accurate. <laughs> right? Vince Scully said, forget that. I'm going to get out my paintbrush and paint the Sistine Chapel to perfectly (laughs) describe this moment that has happened. And, I mean, we were all just lucky to to live in a time where we got to listen to him be
0: an artist. He was an artist. We'll be back. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. At 405 651 3439. T
2: Row in the Morning Show this hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Helping you and all of uh, South Central Oklahoma with your health care needs. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Ann and Peggy, listening in Midwest City, said, uh, Hey, can we get that air fryer meal last night? The recipe last night. It's simple. Uh, One, you can Google up Skitty Taste uh, Cajun Shrimp Air Fryer Meal. I think that's what it comes up under. Uh, But it's simple. You just get your shrimp. uh, Obviously, the raw shrimp, peel it, throw it in a bowl. Uh, Whatever sausage you prefer. There's an Eckridge turkey sausage (laughs) we use. Uh, Dice that up, throw it in the bowl with the shrimp. Then you get uh, squash, zucchini, same thing. Toss it in the bowl. And then you uh, flavor it to uh, however you like with the Cajun seasoning. Uh, what is that Tony to cherries Tony Tony cherries, yes, is what I use So depending on how spicy Tony you Chechers. like it How much you uh, put with that Checheries. Mix it all up with a little olive oil And then throw it in the air fryer on 400 For however long of the, the size of the batch you make And you're ready,
1: that's this it This is the ref, the home of Sooner fans <laughs> <laughs> You're like welcome, Anna Peggy Have the it, it's delicious, you'll love it Yeah, it sounds great Sounds great Top of the hour, we'll be back